You're listening to Adishokbe Live, the Afrobeat podcast. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, to another edition of Adishokbe Live, the official Afrobeats podcast here at the Afromedia Studios in London. This is where we break down the hottest topics in the culture. And some of the times I bring a one-to-one guest with myself to have a sit down. Uh, before I go into my guest, shout outs to all the support from LM Media, Shoops.com, where you can go and get your tickets to some of the hottest events in the UK, bottomless brunches, Afrobeats parties, concerts, the whole nine. You can go on there and get your tickets. And if you're a promoter, an events promoter, you want to promote your event to the right audience, Shoops.com has got you covered as well. It's very simple. Just visit Shoops.com and get Shoops in now. To my guest, in the building, this is one of my closest friends in life, and also one of my closest friends in the music business, is a music manager, a CEO of a record label, Efezi Entertainment, you already know my jigger, ladies and gentlemen, welcome my brother, Taye Aliu, how you doing brother? Man, long flights, long nights, man, we're here, we're here, this is quarantining and still here, this man took me up, if anybody can catch me, now this man carry me, you. this guy, listen, I just, I know you didn't come, you came to see the studio, you know, where we they spend the money, you came to have a look, but I thought it would be crazy to have someone like yourself in the studio and not get you behind the microphone to speak, you've managed you know, one of the most successful entertainers out of Africa in the last decade. Uh, in Yemi Alade, you've built, walked her through her career from, from the beginning to now. Uh, the experience along the way uh, is very invaluable. So we need to share. First of all, your story ah. in the music business. Man, 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 how, man, did, man. The, how did you come into this game? So for me, I have always loved music from the get-go. I remember when I was in primary school, when my, my elder brother just came back from secondary school, and it was the running man that was mm. Yeah, so he taught me the, the running man. days. Taught me the running man. I was intrigued. I just asked him about, like, entertainment in Joss. Because uh, I schooled in St. Joseph's College, Vom in Joss. Mm. And he was there before me, and I was asking him, like, how is school... Like you said, it's the news, the whole bug is different. Lead days, meeting mm. girls. Yeah, yeah, man. I was like, man, I can't wait. <laughs> when I went to school, from, from one, I started doing, like, I had, like, dance groups. I used to go to Semurumba. I used to marvel at P-Square because they were dancing by then. Wow. Yeah, I used to marvel at P-Square. I used to hear about stories about them traveling and girls running at them. And it was crazy. So every time I went for any lead day, so we had a rival female school called St. Louis College, where my twin sister was. And then there was Semurumba, where Peace Square was. And then there was, then there was also St. John's. So we used to have lead days and competitions. And Peace Square used Killing to floor everybody. So the idea was to work hard to go and beat them. So I used to look up to people in, in secondary school, try to get that social life. Try to listen to music. You know that I would play music, press Pre- stop. To write, write the lyrics. Write lyrics. <laughs> Rapping. Vanilla Ice. Mm. Uh, Buster Rhymes. Mm. The list was endless. Boys to Men. Uh, my mom. My mom used to work in... She used to be, uh, she used to be a teacher. So anytime she she sees anybody's thing, she was like, I see somebody's CD. Play the music. Go and listen. Go and listen to the music. So I used to listen to Babyface. 
I'll go plate, plate. I I knew all the lines. And it was funny because the most interesting thing was my 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 one of my best friends in secondary school was half Italian, half Nigerian. So whenever I used to go and see his mom, you know how it is now for youngins, ah, printing school, what are you going to study? Mm. Ah, I want to engineering. Me, they'll ask me, I say, I want to do music. They'll say, but there's no music course. What is music? Ah, I say, I want to own a record label. They're like, what is... She, and his mom was a vet. She always asked me, how do What's you that? want to do this in Nigeria? Like, what? But I never ever told my dad, though, and, uh, <laughs> but I, my mom knew. So when I when I finished from secondary school and I went to university, I used to hear about um, a club called Lala in ABU, and this would throw the maddest raves, parties, parties, beautiful girls, beautiful girls, mad cars. You know, the north people don't understand that even if there was Lagos and there's Ibadan, OU, and the north was different because Babangida. Former, the former president, his sons, the were governors there. and the Gov- ministers, Obasanjo, and, and, Joe and so there was a lot of power play and wealth and women. Mm. It was crazy. So, the, the there was a guy called Mohammed Mijindadi. Ogamo, no begs for me. Like, yeah, I know say you don't turn boss. Now he's, he's like the he's the he's right now he's the MD of of uh, of uh, um. General Electronics oh. in Nigeria. Mm. So he's a big, big boss. boss. So Ogamo, I'm loyal to your government. And there's another guy called Doshi Odekunle. His father is late, so he died uh, last. He died this year, I think. Professor Odekunle. He was the first, uh, first um, le- um, professor in criminology. He also served under. Um, wow. I think he was um, at um, a bachelor's government or. One of the military agents, and they even locked him up. They nearly killed him. Wow, you know. So, those were the guys that were were my advance in the industry in Zaria. So, the last thing that I know that I could clearly vividly like clearly remember is, and there's another guy called Ni Eleke. He is a big, he's a big um, real estate mogul in Nigeria in Abuja. So. We used we had a, there was a there were a group of people like six or seven people, in the in and most um junior brother in that quota was there so we all, all had quotas to contribute money. Mm. So the last thing that we did was we we brought tribesmen to to lake to that. To wow. So we brought that's how I met. The story is so funny. So that's how I met freestyle. LP. Freestyle is actually in London now. Yes, that's how I met freestyle and freestyle. Was the one that gave us the studio to record Johnny. Wow! So it was wow. It was the connection from from Zaria, Zaria from university that he. I, I, so when I met him in Nuga, I was like, can I remember when he came to Zaria? I was like, oh, so you were there? I'm like, yeah, we're part of the people. We're like, wow. So he also brought the bond closer. So he was the one that got the studio that Yemi and Yemi and Celebrity recorded Johnny in. Wow. The record that changed the whole game. Yeah, so so that was the time that when 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 he when um LD and when LD and and Trisman came and I met all of them. Don't forget that LD was also 
an indigene of Kaduna. Yes. So the guy, so Niyeleke went to... You have to be careful with punching the table. The producer will punch you now. (laughs) (laughs) Carry on talking. (laughs) So Ni and LD were classmates. Mm. So it was just like, it was just like God bringing things together. Hmm. They they were just mixing. And the thing is, for me, after university, when I, when, when I, before, so before, when, when uh, Moset left, it was now left for us to keep the legacy. Mm. That's when we started Efizi. So we're four. There's a, um, a guy called Femi, but he moved to the US. So it was me, Dip, and Eze. And then we now realized that Dip was the entertainer because whenever we're drawing shows, instead of Dip to be at the gate or finding out how much we're selling, he'll be dancing and people now. Be we're looking at him. So we now, and so we tried to be like a duo. And I said, you know what? I'm not really good at this thing. He can but, do but, it. But I now went to go and read about um, people like Diddy. I read about, um, there's a lady called, um, she's on Instagram called Rap, Rapper. Is it Rapper? I forgot her name, but Steve, there's a guy in the UK called Steven. Yeah, they interviewed her. They interviewed her. Yeah, she, she she used to be part of Dev Jam or yes. Rock, Rock Nation and or whatever. she was the first person to sign a big paycheck for a rap group. She signed, she got a big um, paycheck for Cash Money and Young Money. Yes, yes. Yeah, so I dedicated a semester of holidays. When people were going on December holidays, I went online, I, I downloaded her books and her talks and I read about it and I read about management and I now realized, okay, this is what, this, this thing I can Move close do. to my phone. I now realized that uh-huh. this thing, I can do it and this is what I want to do. And so, and I told you, I said, let me manage you. And I said, okay, so let's start. First thing, the, mo- the first thing that she said in her in her book was that we should start from our environment around us. So we started from the environment around us. Said we said, okay, we're the ones that do concerts in 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 ABU, but we're no more going to do a concert. We're going to do a concert for the release of your new single. <laughs> so it was crazy because we went to Ghana, printed the posters, came back. We we walked, we walked with our legs from the from. ABU to Congo. So Congo campus is the second um, campus. Campus, yeah. We walked, we pasted around ABU. We were holding buckets of gum. We now went on the road at 11 in the night. Yeah, I've done that. Stapling on trees. Yeah, on streets, yeah. Walking straight to... And this this is like... coming. This is like from... Yeah. Um, um, this is from like... What's the name of the airport again? Heathrow, Heathrow. Airport to Essex. It was far. Or it to Grace. Yeah, it was far. far. Yeah. We walked all the way. We finished it that night. We finished like by maybe like three three yeah. AM. And we do you know the funny part is that we were not even scared that anything would happen to us. Yeah. We were just going. So when we did it, it was a successful show. He had recorded songs which we play, which we which he sang that day. People were mouth people were it was crazy. It was I can never forget. I we even have pictures. When it comes to management, mm-hmm. one of the things that you and I consistently but heads about yeah. is the different styles of management yeah. and managers. Mm-hmm. Some people are not trained well enough, don't know, you know, they, 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 they're not doing the right things in that manager capacity mm-hmm. when it comes to African pop artists. And a lot of times we criticize the entertainers for their shortcomings and their failures but we don't look at who's handling the business in the background. Mm. What are the f- the most important part of this business that you will say to young up and coming 
managers, number one, mm. and then number two will be to musicians and creatives in selecting their managers. What should they be looking for? Hey, that's deep. One. Yeah. It's deep because it's, as much as it's, it's deep, it's still very simple because it's, it's a matter of choice. Most, most of the people that end up being, um, being successful managers end up being in the forefront. Like um, Justin Bieber's manager. I just spoke about him a couple seconds ago. Scooter Braun. And there's another um, um, there's another guy that manages Tiger now. That like manages um, um, what's that guy that Adekunle Gold says? Is he, he likes one uh, white boy that sings? Oh, uh, the London Post guy, Post Malone, the the, so the British guy. The, the the guy that manages him too is I follow him too, and he's now like a celebrity too. Yeah, he's become. So I I feel like. One of the things that most managers should learn, because managers are the lifeline between the label and the artist, and I also I also consider them as CEOs of their own companies because your management company, your management service is a company that you are running. Even if you don't file it in physically as a company, mm. you are what people cannot see, but that is the success of the artist. Mm. You know, so it's, it's, it's very subliminal, yet it's very loud, all at the same time. Mm. And, and it's, it's very, uh, how, how will I say now? What will I say? What will I say? Is it audacious? It's, it's, it's crazy because most of the time people do not respect what you do and people overlook what you do. But the major thing that you need to know as a manager is you are an individual. And you are not supposed to care about how people feel or perceive you. All you are supposed to be trying to do is sell the merchandise, which is the artist. Get the best you for know, the artist. Get, get best for the artist. And you also have to make sure that it is reciprocal. That as much as you want to die for the artist, the artist wants to die for you. Mm. you know? Because, I mean... I always tell people, once the manager is outdoing the artist, it's already a failed project. Hmm. It's already a failed. There's no need to go forward because you cannot be hungrier than the product. You know? So, th there are so many thin lines. And, and, and you know, the honest truth is that I always wish that a lot of people had some form of education, especially in Africa, because, you see... Most times I see a lot of um, managers going so hard and I see a lot of managers overthinking it and getting so confused. And, and, I, always, and I always say to myself, because I, 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 I try to not to feel like as if I know it all. Yeah. And I know it best because every situation is, is different. It's different and peculiar to its own self. So you cannot just say, this is this and this is that. And I had to learn that through the, through the hard way. But you see... Even when your artist maybe fizzles and maybe blows, maybe or, or fizzles maybe with one big song, you are, you are still a winner as a manager. Don't feel like a thief because your artist is not doing number one records for the past for the next ten years. It, being an, a manager is the same thing as being an artist. So you are going to fall down and stand up again. Mm. So as 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 much as you know that, that is also. 
focal focal point for you as a as a, as a businessman and as an entrepreneur to know that you are always learning. So don't beat yourself down because you have failed and then you stop totally. Hmm. Because a lot of people, before I, I found EME, I, I went through at least like 20 or 30 artists. Damn. You know, and not even going through the artists. I went through my own personal growth where I felt like as if I shouldn't be doing me. Like I, I met a, a whole lot of people that are family and they told me, Ty, this music thing is not working for you. Just get a nine to five, you know. And some people will say, Ty, keep on doing what you're doing. What do you need for me to support you? And I was like, and I, everybody's built differently. I was, I've never ever been crazy about money. Even maybe in the beginning, I was crazy. And I realized that because I, one of the things that used to happen to me personally was, as an entrepreneur, excuse me, I used to feel like as if, oh, when, when there's no money, I, I'm so depressed. And then I now, I now went for some seminars, which my, my business partner paid for me to go. And when he paid for me to go for the seminars, I was broke. So I was vexing for him. I said, why pay for Why don't you give me money, money to let eat? Let me eat. Let me enjoy myself. The guy was like, no, go. When you go, you will thank me. Because the first thing my business partner told me was that, why did you come to me to, to, for, with this business plan? And I told him, I said, I'm tired of doing it alone. I said, I want somebody. I want to know. I said, it's not finance I want. I said, I want to know that if I'm falling, there's somebody to, 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 to be the, the pivot so I don't fall and, and, and just shatter. And he says, okay. And he says, that's nice. And I says, what again do you want? And I say, anything that you can teach me just to make sure that I balance my feet on the ground. And he's like, okay, I'm going to teach you to fish, but I'm not going to give you money. And I'm like, I don't even want money. And sometimes, so I stay with him, and you ask me in the morning, what do you want? And I say, I don't want maybe 500 naira and 1K, just to climb by to go here, go here. And I'll be like, ah. And the trick for me as 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 a manager, I always say is, they're just maybe, I would go back to Vina and say that maybe for me they're just like maybe two or three powerful things that I feel like managers should be. Mm, and they are the first one is. I don't know whether it worked for you, but it worked for me. You have to. Find a balance between thinking about the artist and thinking about yourself. <clears throat> because in as much as you are pushing a brand, you also as a manager have to become the brand. <clears throat> because it is what you, 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 you say or do that people will read as the, as the artist doing it. Mm. So whatever you say based on your passion is what people are going to pick and say. There's a guy called, or there's a lady called Yemiadi, and this guy spoke about her. Have you heard any of her music? Is she that good? So you must believe. The, you you must carry that. You must carry that cross, but at the same time, you must also make sure that you don't burn yourself out in the sense that. You also have to secure your own future. And hmm. I tell most people, I said, and I had a meeting with somebody, some people, some, uh, like an artist and, and her manager recently, and I said, you have to sign a management contract with your manager now when you are hustling. Hmm. Because when you start to enjoy, you are going to forget how you suffered. Hmm. 
that's deep. That's deep. When man. money comes, yeah, uh, you forget. The yes. Point. And then, because money is a spirit, it can go two ways. It can, it might develop you, or it might crash you. Hmm. So most times, I always tell people, once you get the hard things out of the way, it is also a a a strategy for developing yourself to go into the real world. The business world, the business where world. deals have to be done, yes. regardless of relationships. And the truth is, moving forward, I always tell people this thing, but, but they don't. They, they seem not to understand me. You see, I'm going back now again because when somebody spends one naira on you, and somebody spends one day on you, you see, you cannot quantify the one day. The one day, but the one day out, out, outweighs. The one ta- one thousand naira, it even outweighs a million naira or even a million dollars because they sacrifice their own time that they could use to develop themselves. And don't forget that they can never get the time back. Hmm. So, when people actually literally die on your matter, you need to re- do the same. Reciprocate. But most artists feel like as if it is their right. Because I'm the one that is talented and gifted. But do not forget. They say no pressure, no diamond. <laughs> so if the manager does not create pressure around the gem, <laughs> it cannot become a diamond. Can blossom. So that's what I always try to let people understand that it is your duty as a musician to make music because that's your gift and it is your job. So you don't need applause. Nobody needs to clap for you. I cannot clap for LeBron James for shooting the basketball. It is his job. That's his job. If you know shoot, you don't go collect salary. You know go. LeBron James is everywhere around the world right now. Or oh, this is um, um, Space Jam Two. Yeah. He's everywhere. Around, uh, same thing with Messi. Yeah. Same thing with um, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Same to all the big names, even Neymar, all of them. But the reason why people love them so much is because as much as the fans are passionate. They live up to the time. They, they deliver when the time, when it's crunch time. So when you, so if you need to pay the big bucks, you will go to the people that deliver when it's crunch time. If I'm going to ask you, on the artist side, what should an artist look look for when they're trying to select a manager? Artists don't look for any manager. It will all come together. Mm. Don't don't waste your time. Don't waste your time. See, I always tell people, like, I say it's and it's it's sad because. There's so many talented people, but many are called, many are called, but few are chosen. And that's the way it's going to be. There's nothing you can do about it. There are a billion and one talented people, but it all depends on so many factors. And only a handful are going to make it. But it does not mean that because you are not going to be in the handful, you cannot be successful too. So you have to, I always tell people, I say, when you walk into a, a situation, open your eyes and open your ears. For to, other opportunities. You have to learn. You have to learn. I've met some artists before and I've told them, I said, you, you, if, if, for me, it feels like you might not be a big artist, but it feels like you'll be a bad songwriter that can change the world. <laughs> and they're like, <laughs> and over five, six years, you see them, and nothing. But they had that potential to blow, but it never happened. But they are still writing small, small. But if they had 
concentrated on, on that writing ability. You know, so it's the same thing that like, I always tell people. I say, spoke to somebody today. I told him, I said, see, nobody owes you anything. So in as much as you're beating up yourself, you also have to pick up yourself. Because you owe it to yourself to be, be successful. successful. So as a manager, first things first, look out, um, work the the work the the talent, work the artist. Second thing is teach the artist to work harder than you. <clears throat> Third thing is promote and push the artist and sign a contract. Because you need to secure your own future. Most times, most managers don't secure their futures. And we're just selfless. Yeah, we're just working we're just because working, of working, 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 working. But you need you need to to take out the difficult um, difficult conversations. Mm. And you need to have the contract yes, to you, sort that out. You need to also teach the artists how to take how to, to to talk about those difficult conversations because it's important for both of you to learn so that moving forward when other contracts are coming and things there's no ambiguity. We know yeah. where we stand. And when you start making money, you now know that this is the manager's own and this is my own. And it's not going to be painful because you already know that this manager is doing it for me. And also, I always tell artists, I always tell managers too, learn mm. to learn to balance your sheet. Learn to anything you do, how do you make you told me that thing? Anything you do, even if it's one night you're spending, you have to write it down. You have to write it down so that at the end of the day. It's trans there's transparency. And you also know as a manager how much you're sacrificed. Hmm. Because when you get to the promised land sometimes you'll say you're not doing anything for me. Meanwhile, that guy he might have even sold his own car, sold his house just for your dream. And because now you have now seen the bling and the flashing light, you now say, He really did not do anything for me. I'll choose that guy instead of my manager. And when your career turns, you now say, What did I do? And I, and I was talking, I was speaking to somebody in the car before I got here, and I was telling Lee, I said, it's funny because nobody teaches you how to fail. Hmm. You just take your own self and you crash it. And you crash it. And you, because of the fact that nobody taught you how to keep the memory of the process, you don't know how to repeat. You don't know how to... To retrace your steps. So it's like you have gone. Once the failure comes, people can't walk. A lot of people disappear. A lot of people, like a lot of even managers, artists, or individuals, burn bridges. So you don't know how to trace back. Mm. So you now be you now tell that's how that's how you see a lot of people at home. You say, oh, I I was the one that that created the national anthem, or I did the flag. But why did you not? Maintain something that you could put you in a position. Yeah, it's because they will always be had I knowns. But you always have to learn from the experience. And that's the hardest thing to do as, a, as, an, as an entrepreneur. I'll say it. Not even as an entertainer, as an entrepreneur. Learning from your experience. Because as, as a manager, my partner taught me how to talk about the difficult things first. So you have to put it out there. Money is coming in. You have to put it out there and say, money is coming in. He told me, he said, he said Ty, the rule is that you must pay yourself first. Hmm. So 
people get confused. People say money is coming in. I will take the whole money as my own because of greed. But you're supposed to, because you have spoken about the difficult things, everybody knows their percentage already. So when anything comes in, you already know that this is for this and this is for that. And everybody goes. And then when it gets to the point where the, uh, anybody's uncomfortable, you speak about it and you go separate ways. But you know that you did the right thing. Mm. My brother, as always, I just thought it was important to have that conversation with you. Thank you very much for sharing your knowledge. Uh, again, it's a special guest in the building. My brother, Taye Aliyu. I would have asked you for your social media, but there's no point in promoting you. Baba, promote me. My social media, I have... Wait first, make it start. Oh, please. Facebook, Instagram. <laughs> I'm on TikTok. I'm on, I'm on Triller. Oh, please. I'm everywhere. May I follow me? Taye Aliyu underscore on Twitter. Taye Aliyu on Instagram. Taye Aliyu on Facebook. Ridiculous. Follow my fan page. Follow my TikTok. Still Taye Aliyu. Follow my trailer. Still Taye Aliyu. God bless you guys. I want to tell you guys something very important. Hmm. I, just want to, I just want to put this out there. And this is for... I'm, I'm going to be a little bit um, partial to... This is for black people. And again, this is for the whole world. The most important thing for me as an individual... I don't know whether you see me as successful... But I'm happy and blessed to be where I am right now. And I'm happy and blessed to be in some, in, some, in some rooms and have the opportunity that I have. But I want to say something to you. When people believe in you, you cannot let them down. <laughs> so you must believe in yourself. And when you win, make sure you win with the people that have believed in you. <laughs> Because a typical example is the reason why I'm in London and there are a, whole, there are a series of things that have happened to me from getting my American passport to getting um, to traveling the world. The person that pushed us to travel this world is Mr. Shokwe. He pushed he, our first ticket out of Nigeria was Mr. Shopper because he told somebody to get us on a plane to come and do promotion in London. So seeing the world from a different perspective has kept us here. This is eight years down the line. Facts. And still, we were still here and we're still trying our best to teach and show many people the ropes. So I think that the most important thing is having people on your team that you will win with. And I always want to tell people this thing. It's very complicated, yet it's very simple. A lot of musicians, especially, think that they need a team of 100 to 200 people working around them like a village. But a village can just be one person. Mm. Like Oga Shokwe. Shokwe is a village and a city. You just need somebody to make sure that you wake up every day, check on you, and make sure you're doing the right thing, make sure you're healthy, make sure you're well, and make sure that you are in the you have a positive mindset to deliver. And I feel like that's all you need. You don't need... I said the same thing to somebody right just before I get, got off the car. A lot of people getting misconstrued because they think that a team of people is having 10 to 20 people in a team. But you just need 
one or two people, the right Believers. people, the right people, no. And you see that same woman, that that um, the woman that I, re- I read about, yeah, she said the same thing too. She said, you don't need everybody, you just need the right people. The, your team, if even even if it's two or five, that's all you need. And you are winning. Keep on winning with those same people and keep on improving. But don't feel like as if you need three hundred thousand. That's it, man. Keep it simple. Keep it light. Keep it simple. Keep it light. It's the Afrobeat Podcast. I'm Adi Shope Olajide. Shout outs to everybody. Catch us same place, same time. Next week, my brother. Appreciate it, man. Right.